Welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Our topic for today is on modernization, specifically application modernization. And with us is uh, Rijo George Thomas, a senior analyst with IDC. Welcome to Podchats, Rijo. Thank you, Alan. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Can you define for us what exactly does IDC mean by application modernization? Uh, thank you, Alan. Uh, that's a great question. Right? So depending on which vertical you are, you know, you have different weightage that you give to, to application modernization. Right? So in IDC, you do have a standard uh, definition for application modernization. But, uh, you know, if you think about it, it, uh, it really comes down to the different tactics that you are applying for your for modernizing your applications, right? So, are you under are you upgrading your underlying infrastructure? Are you converting, or are you are you just doing a simple lift and shift, or are you reactivating your application, or are you refactoring your application? And, uh, and it really depends on the kind of tactic that you're trying to pull. And I take it from your perspective that across this region or the region that you cover it varies right there's no say you can't really group people across into just one or two directions that people are taking oh absolutely and there is a combination of different tactics that uh, enterprises are taking so it really depends on the kind of appetite they have for uh, transformation that depends on the kind of budgeting and uh, the drive that they have for transformation and uh, i think uh, in the interesting time that we are in right now that is in the middle of a pandemic right so it's important to understand what is the weightage of you know app modernization as an IT priority was pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, right? Yeah. So has it really changed? So if you think about it, you know business priorities are clearly changing, right? So we, during the pandemic, you know enterprises are trying to invest uh, or try to mo- invest in services which are trying to stop the bleeding, trying to help them be more resilient and in their day-to-day operations, right? So you start to think. You know, are enterprises going to invest in a lot more strategic kind of work, right? So app modernization obviously has to do, it, it's, it's a lot more strategic these days because it, 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 it kind of, you know, touches the different aspects of your enterprises. It, it, it touches the different processes that has been built up over decades. And uh, I'm sure you, you, know, you just heard the news of the Citibank debacle that happened, right? The, the 900 million that got transferred uh, by mistake. And that happened in the middle of an app modernization. There was a software change that was happening. And that's the reason why, you know, one of the associates kind of, uh, you know, transferred that uh, that amount in error, right? So you start to think if app modernization is actually a priority for enterprises. So in one of the IDC IT annual uh, survey that we did, enterprise sourcing survey that we did for Asia Pacific, right? 70% of enterprises answered that you know, there's not going to be any change or cut in the app modernization budget that they have. That's a very interesting find that we had. And one of the reasons for this is, you know, a, a lot of these issues with legacy applications like, you know, that, that comes up with legacy applications like, you know, creating siloed business operations, you know, uh, unable to react to market uh, in a timely basis. Uh, was sort of amplified during the pandemic, right? So they, I mean, enterprises were trying to move into new ways of uh, doing business, you know, doing their day-to-day operations, trying to bring more, more mobility into their workforce, trying to service customers more mobile, more remotely. But none of, they were not able to do a lot of those things because of legacy applications, right? So 30% of customers that we survey already said that, you know, they're going to up the kind of for app modernization. What would be the top three uh, business and technology imperatives for why they want to modernize the application? The 
we do have an app services team uh, which which uh, which surveys uh, you know enterprises globally right so and one of the most interesting findings from from that survey was that you know there uh, on an average right so an an, an enterprise so this is across uh, the different size of enterprises every enterprise has around 188 applications in their portfolio today so this is across lines of businesses and in another 5 years this the, the app, app portfolio is expected to grow around 33% okay so there's, there's a huge number of applications in the enterprise landscape today so couple of things that uh, you know that came out uh, in 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 our survey is that you know uh, a lot of these application modernization efforts are underpinned by the need to support uh, the enterprise wide digital transformation plan right so if a, if a line of business is trying to improve their application functionality using uh, analytics then there is a need to you know the, the, the legacy application cannot support that right so if you if you, if a line of business is trying to provide faster response time and provide better customer experiences right so they are not able to do it because of legacy applications one so the major reason why a lot of these application modernization efforts happen today is is part of a larger digital transformation agenda uh, and to support the enterprise vision of being more simplified for being nimble and agile uh, in the marketplace and then there is this obvious fact of you know bringing direct financial saving by uh, you know improving that you know mean time to prepare for application failures uh, reducing that cost in 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 legacy application maintenance and delivery eliminating that excess of labor and capital required for legacy application uh, maintenance mm-hmm. right and, and and if you think about it you know if if, if a line of business is modernizes their applications you know they are able to Uh, enhance their application performance and uh, improve the productivity of of their associates uh, by by introducing new and modern features into their applications right so these are the couple of uh, you know business priorities that came up in our conversation so and if you talk about the different it priorities that uh, you know that that driving application modernization so it was interesting to find that security was came out to be one of the major instances for enterprises to modernize their applications right so if you look at the apac market today uh, there are there is an increasing amount of cyber attacks and security vulnerabilities that that's coming up in the region so uh, legacy application architecture or the lack of updates in in applications is one of the major reasons why because there are those vulnerabilities and that came out to be you know one of the top it priorities uh and then there is this drive for you know consolidating this de- different disparate legacy applications and streamlining those application portfolios uh, to provide superior user experience and the third priority which is also i believe is also very important is uh, you know moving from just uh, doing a lift and shift to the cloud you know a lot of these enterprises are trying to you know tap into that immense innovation and scale that cloud provides right so they want their applications to be you know, configured for the cloud and they want their applications to take advantage of the massive innovation opportunities that cloud is able to provide so that's another reason uh, for uh, enterprises to drive that app modernization initiatives so what about the hold up where do as people go through this application modernization plan where do they generally stumble so this is an again a question that we asked in our survey we tried to find out you know what is the hold up with application modernization initiatives and this again uh, you know uh, comes back to my previous statement on the different tactics that uh, you know enterprises are doing right so if you are modernizing your infra 
or you are modernizing your mainframe or upgrading your packaged applications right you you are going to face different roadblocks in, in your modernization journey if you have to com- combine these different uh, modernization tactics and if you think only of the application modernization as a as a strategy uh, security and compliance concerns again came up as a major roadblock to to application modernization initiatives right so uh, enterprises are worried that the, the security and compliance concerns during the modernization process will be a, a key concern for them going forward and i think i kind of concur with this you know because uh, there was this recent conversation that i had with customers on their implementation partners right particularly their sap and oracle implementation partners and one of the key concerns with these uh, uh, work customers was that you know vendors propose solutions right there is there is very limited focus on security that's around building those new ERPs or new CRMs or new enterprise applications that's being proposed to them. So I kind of uh, echo, I think from our survey, we kind of got that sense from the market as well, wherein security and compliance is increasing as a top priority for enterprises. And if you think about it, even the cost associated with modernizing applications is kind of increasing, right? So as soon as uh, the vendor approaches a partner for for let's say modernizing their ERP for instance right so the meters keeps running right so the kind of pricing models that are available in the market today are mostly TNM based or fixed price based so the cost there's there's not a lot of leeway for uh, you know enterprises to to reduce cost right so but then vendors are trying to tackle this issue they're trying to propose more skin in the game pricing uh, wherein it's tied a lot more with the outcomes that they are able to provide we are seeing a lot more traction in that area as well. Then there is this concern about time to value, right? So how long is the modernization the project going to take? You know, when are we going to see a business value from it? How am I going to find talent which is going to uh, support this modernization initiative? And once the modernization is completed on, and then if I have a new app, which is, uh, let's say, a new ERP, Am I going to find that talent in APAC? Right? So how am I going to backfill those resources? How am I going to retrain my associates in the new application uh, that has been implemented? So these are the different kind of roadblock uh, which are uh, lingering in the minds of customers in Asia Pacific today. Okay. Now as a CIO, you have to sell the idea of modernization response to directives yep. from lines of business, right? So from that perspective, how does a CIO justify the effort to you know, I'm going to sell this to the CFO or the CEO. It's going to cost us this amount of money, this amount of time. Is there a uh, best practice for a kind of selling message that you do? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question, Alan, because I think, you know, one of the key key aspects of driving a successful modernization project is the leadership buy-in, right? So if the leaders are on board with your plan, then I think there, there can there can be a very little hiccup in in your uh, in your modernization journey. It's like uh, you know uh, when you think about refurnishing your kitchen, for instance, right? The, the, the first buy-in that you need to get is from your wife, right? So at yeah. least in my house, that's the case, right? So unless you get that, you know, you 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 are going to uh, get a lot of questions in between. You know, the finance may not come in at times, and uh, you know there's going to be nitpicking every other day right so but then the key question a ceo or a cfo or uh, any line of business leaders need to think is what is your digital transformation strategy what is your aspirations right so and and uh, you know i have come across uh, uh, you know enterprises trying to customize their buy-in efforts or customize their business plans 
to get that buy-in uh, from different uh, you know lines of business leaders, right? So, so if you if you are proposing a solution, uh, proposing organization plan to a CFO, his immediate question is going to be on the ROI, right? So, what is the upfront value that you are able to bring from a modernization effort? So that means you you know you need to have a lot more content that justifies the modernization initiatives through uh, let's say business cases, uh, cash flow analysis, right? So. Uh, so that's going to be one of the uh, key aspects of it, and uh, you know, if you think about it, you know, if you don't do not take action now, right, the cost of not doing a modernization pro- process is going to be a lot more, right. So if you are able to sell that to a CFO, I think that's going to be you know a key key criteria that 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 you can uh, use to win him over, right. So but when it comes to the C- CEO, it's not just the uh, immediate transformation benefit that's going to come. But it's also the future-looking uh, aspect that you need to think about, right? So, what what is the business benefit or the long-term business benefit that's going to be tied to the modernization project? Let's say in a five-year or six-year, five-year or a ten-year period, right? So, any modernization project that you are able to you know propose to the leadership, uh, if you are able to showcase the immediate ROI, the future ROI. Uh, the the cost associated with not doing a business modernization right now, or uh, or, or or the future innovations and operational excellence that you are able to bring in with the modernization project, uh, I think you are going to uh, get the buy-in from from the different uh, leadership. One of the things that always perplexes me with these things is like digital transformation. There's no sense of a, like it's a fixed timeline that things will be completed from January and will finish by December or something like that. In, in many cases, as you go along with this, the question is, okay, I have this application modernization exercise. It's been approved. The budget's going through and we've appointed the people and all that. The question becomes... How do I take advantage, though, of new innovations or new strategies and new technologies uh, for something that's already been pre-planned in a sense? Right. So I, I think uh, the implementation partner capabilities, right, so kind of uh, really comes, uh, you know, weighs in a lot more in this aspect, right? So I always, uh, you know, tell the, the vendors and the end users uh, that I talk to that, you know, uh, uh, the, the proposal stage or the design stage right so should not be overthink right so so you do not spend a lot of time there you know try to try to get uh, you know uh, try to get the implementation project as soon as possible right so 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 uh, like i said alan no when you get that leadership buy in to start the modernization project or to get uh, you know get on board uh, with the entire modernization journey, it is important that you know you follow uh, certain principles or guidelines that doesn't that isn't that that stops your modernization from stalling, right? So that that I think that's one of the reason why you know some of these modernization project kind of extends for the 18 months or 20 24 months that you talk about, right? So if you have that priorities that you have, uh, you know that if you, if you have set up those priorities earlier on in the game, right? So you don't see. Uh, you know, modernization project and extending for so long. Right? Mm. So you you're trying to do you you're able to build these uh, modernization projects in iterations, wherein you see the value early in the implementation cycle, and then you sort of build from there. Right. So you don't overthink the design and then uh, try to get everything right in the first go. Right. So that that's so that means bringing more agility and agile based uh, you know implementation methodologies into the game very earlier on in the implementation life cycle so that you know it doesn't stall 
Okay, last question. Okay, uh, we've sold the entire organization to a modernization strategy. Where do I begin? How do I kickstart this thing? And how do I keep it from stalling? If we have to summarize these things so that it, there's a progression of things that we need to do, where do we start? And how do we keep ourselves from stalling? So I think uh, even though you know in Asia Pacific, a lot of enterprises value the line of business and you know, they have given free budgets to line of business to drive their own modernization initiatives. I think it's important that you know you get those leadership buy-ins and involvement. Right? So you involve the leadership in your modernization projects to be hands-on in, in, in across the various stages of the uh, modernization life cycle. Uh, you will be able to uh, you know keep uh, you know uh, keep a lot of these things from stalling. And, and another thing is that you know you need to also uh, you know do your homework before getting into an implementation project or a modernization project, right? So and and that has to do a lot more with the change management and the PPR aspects of things, right? So your organization, which has been built on legacy applications, as also has a lot of legacy processes within it, right? So it has been built on built up over decades. So the change management and VPR aspects of it is also very important, you know, the cultural aspects of it, right? So people need to be able to understand that, you know, there's a change coming and we need to change our uh, uh, our business processes with the new upcoming uh, application, right? So that's the only way that you get long-term change in, in the modernization project. And also the fact that, you know, when you think about modernization, don't overthink the result, don't think about customizing it uh, uh, than required, right? So keep the core simple, keep the solutions simple. And, and that's why you see a lot of enterprises today going with a minimum viable product and minimum viable approach, right? So then uh, you are natively taking those uh, capabilities of the application from the cloud. You're not adding anything on top of it. So if you are, when you're not adding anything on top of it, you know, you, you you're, what you're getting is an out-of-the-box solution and then you are using it, right? So, so these are the different simple uh, things that you, you need to keep in mind before getting into a more application modernization initiative and you keep it from uh, stalling. And like you mentioned, right, always have that mentality of, uh, you know, extending those innovations, right? Just because your application is going live on a date, don't think that it ends there, right? So it only starts there. You got your applications live, but you, you start innovating it continuously, right? Don't, don't stop innovating. I, I just thought about one other question. We're in the middle of a prolonged disruption, right? COVID-19. What is or are your expectations with regards to application modernization efforts? Do you see it accelerating? Is the pandemic actually an opportunity? Which I hear some people are using that word. The pandemic is an opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Because the, uh, like I said earlier in the, in, the, in the conversation, right? So a lot of these issues with applications, legacy applications were sort of amplified with the pandemic, right? Uh, uh, a lot of CIOs and leadership uh, who thought, right, uh, right if, if, if the application is don't, not broken, don't fix it, right? So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right? So they, that's the attitude that they had. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, you know, with the pandemic, you know, a lot of these uh, loopholes and you know uh, 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 problems with your uh, with your legacy enterprise applications were sort of amplified. Right? So and 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 that by itself is a business case that that, that you can take to the leadership and tell them that you know what if 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 you need to be more resilient, if you need to compete in this market wherein uh, uh, the pandemic is still in charge, you need to be able to you know have those applications. You need to have uh, arm your internal workforce with the kind of tools to get more customers on board uh, uh, during this time, right? So, wherein 
wherein the customer experience that you're able to provide in this this time is going to build your brand or make your brand for the next few years right so the, i think this is going to be a lot a big opportunity for a lot of solutions out there a lot of vendors out there i think you are you're already seeing those seeds being planted right so you have a lot of use cases wherein uh, you know uh, vendors are trying to build solutions remotely a lot of those things that you felt were not possible uh, to be done remotely are being done remotely uh, the consulting is being done remotely the implementation the go live everything is happening remotely right now and uh, i think uh, uh, the the pandemic because the way the pandemic exposed the 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 limitations of legacy applications right i think uh, you know application modernization is going to continue to be a top priority for enterprises Vijay, thank you for joining me on uh, Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you so much, Alan. It was a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> that was Vijay George Thomas, Senior Analyst for IDC Asia Pacific on the topic of application modernization in the digital era. And you are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please email us at editors at society.com. As always, we invite you to subscribe to our newsletter, so you don't miss out on future episodes. See you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.